welcome to this edition of the Miscellaneous. We're going to call this uh, Bleep 2020, I think, because, uh, you know, it's, it's turning into that kind of year. So I want to start this one off. Uh, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been thinking about the state of the world. I, I think probably all of you have. But um, I've been thinking about the state of the world lately. And as I was out with the wife. We've been doing some bike riding and, and trail hiking and whatnot lately. And uh, I'm looking around and, you know, we used to do stuff like this, go kayaking, whatever it is. We do all this stuff before and it was never this packed. I'm looking around and there's people everywhere. And it's got me thinking a lot about life and like how your circumstances change to shape your current environment. Right. And what do you want from life? I think everybody now is like realizing that they're trapped in their homes or that they can't go out and do things with their friends as easy, that they want to go out and do something. So they're going out and getting involved in all these activities, right? And I think it's interesting because it's got me thinking about life and it's got me thinking about football. And this all comes on the heels of a week in which NBC has taken one of our games against a, one of our biggest opponents of the season and stuck it on a streaming platform here in America. And they've also, the Premier League has said that it wants to have fans back in stadiums, despite the government saying that they would not want to do that because of the, the current situation in Europe and in England around COVID-19. And why do they want to do that, right? They could say it's about fans, they could say whatever, but it's really about, we know what it's about. It's about money. That's what it's about. They want their money. And I think... When we look around, what do we see? We see a lot of people who own things putting us, normal people, in positions that are basically, they're extorting us, right, all the time. They're always giving you something that you want. It would be the equivalent of if all these people wanted to go trail riding and the county put a $5 entry fee on the trail that was always free, right? If, what do you want from football when you go? I know what I want. I want to be around other people. I want to drink. I want to go to pubs. I want to have a good time. I want to sing songs. I want to hug people when we score goals. And they know they can't provide us with that right now. So they're saying they'll limit the amount of people. They'll, they'll do it in a safe way and all these things. But there really is no safe way. <laughs> is there like is there a safe way to do this? I don't think so because I'm still going to want to hug people. I'm still going to want to go to pubs and drink beforehand. And for us here in the States, we could be watching as much football as we possibly could right now, but what do they do? They want their money back, right? They know they got you by the balls, so now they want their money. And I kind of want to ask you guys about this, like, get your thoughts. Because I'm in this place right now where I'm like, I feel like the whole world is just rich people extorting us at the moment. <laughs> I mean, we, we could spend weeks on that subject alone when you look at the fact that the seven richest people in the United States made billions of dollars during this pandemic. If we, if we could spend all day just on that. Now, the fact that it's, it's a spot where it's not just entertainment, but it's literally every aspect of your life, things that we absolutely need, there's a price for it. When a vaccine finally does come about, there's going to be a price for that. Watching football on TV, there's a price for that. You want to go and hang out with your buddies? Oh, well, yeah, there's going to be a price for that. So it doesn't matter what it's about. Now, specifically when it comes to watching these games and having it behind a paywall, 
this has been a long time coming. Um, I saw this coming, I mean, working in the sports industry uh, probably like six, seven years ago when we moved to a subscription-based model. We went from having our games on free to then going and putting it on ESPN+. Plus. Well, who's then going to pay for these games? The parents, coaches, people who care about the players. Are you actually growing your brand? Maybe. That's a discussion that I, that's above my pay grade. I don't know that. But what I do know is that it doesn't help grow the game in the way we're kind of talking about when it comes to NBC or ESPN, whatever, CBS, whatever service it is. Having it behind a paywall doesn't service the fans. It makes money. And at the end of the day, you can't even be mad because we all know that's what the game is. We're just mad at ourselves more than anything else, I think, because it's like we, we're just like, yo, y'all got us again? Could y'all not? But, I mean, it's like, when do we get a win as fans? When do they be like, you know what? We're not going to charge you that extra. Sure, you went and cut cords, and you don't have to pay for cable, and now you've got a streaming service, but we're not going to make you pay for 50 cable of streaming services. We're only going to make you pay for the three, and you're going to actually get your sports with it. Now it's being sectioned off so that you have to get Disney, and then Disney Plus, and then you get $30 from Mulan. And then it's ESPN and ESPN Plus and then $50 to watch UFC fight. This is the model that has been set. And at this point, there's nothing that we can do to stop it. And it's so damn frustrating seeing it, knowing that this is happening, and then just being like, I mean, I, I still want to watch my game, so there's nothing I can do mm -hmm. about it. That's the most frustrating part, knowing that you're getting played and just being like, I mean, what option do I have? Yeah, we're being pimped. Like that's the that's the the metaphor. We're being pimped. We have no choice, too, man. Um, and you know, as someone who was when I, I I fell in love with football as a kid, living in England, lived in England nine to thirteen, moved back to the United States two thousand four, thirteen years old, and it's tough to get football on the TV. Uh, ESPN has like one Champions League game every day. Um, the Premier League is on Fox Soccer Plus and Fox Soccer Channel, and they have, like, one game per time slot. And then you have to watch the highlights. But then we got to a point where, like, NBC took over and they gave us all of the games on a cable package. And, like, it wasn't extra money. You just had to buy NBC Sports. And then you got every single Premier League game. And it is a bit – we are a bit spoiled in the United States because if you go to England, they don't have every single Premier League game on the TV. And I'm sure they listen – to people like us complain about what the situation is now compared to what it was. And they go, well, quiet down. Like you're, you're getting it better than most of us. But the disappointing thing is that, and back to like David's point of like, you know, the Premier League is trying to force fans into the stadium. And they even said in their announcement, like <laughs> they didn't even take any time to like pretend it was about anything else. They were like, the game is going to lose a hundred million pounds this month. If we do not let fans in. And that was their only reason. And you know, They'll always, they'll always turn to us to be props. They're always going to turn to the cop before the game and show the flags and show the songs. They're always going to show the footage outside the ground with the bus greetings. They're going to beg us to come down to Miami to be on Premier League Fan Fest to make it look like, you know, they're helping to cultivate fan culture. But when it comes to actually, you know, valuing us and giving us our own worth and understanding like for a lot of us, this is, I know it's a silly game where 11 guys go against 11 other guys and kick a fucking pig bladder around. I get that. It's the most 
it's the least important, it's the most important of the least important things, right? I think Jurgen Klopp said that. We've said it a couple times on the show. But, you know, it does mean more for people. And it is these experiences. And specifically with NBC, the thing that frustrated me the most was that they totally underestimated that that's what it was because they didn't come into it with an idea of being like, you know what, this is about the fans. No, it was a quick buck for them. And so when they found out fans were gathering in pubs to watch it because that's what football is, they were like, fuck. Well, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, 50 subscriptions we didn't sell this weekend. How do we capitalize on that? Oh, now let's charge the, the, the pubs for a pub pass, $3,000 a month. And yeah, I mean, especially now in COVID where like the one thing that is solace is sports. It's like, you know, it's the last safe haven where you can switch off and pretend like, you know, the, all the bad things in the world don't exist and they're going to shove us behind a paywall for no good reason other than to make money. And it's just frustrating because we are helpless. Like Darius, you just said, it, and that's the worst part is we are the hoe in the street and the pimp rolls up and says, you better have my money and puts the gun to our head. And we're not going to say, pull the trigger. Cause I'm going to turn on the fucking Liverpool match. I can't help it. Um, and I wish there was something I could do. And I would at least wish that these companies were open to a discussion and at least considering us, the little guy in the situation, but of course not billionaires are getting richer. We do live, uh, under the great system, the, the greatest system of economics that ever existed, capitalism. So what are we to do? Um, but it is frustrating and it's been brewing for a while. Like you said, Darius. Um, and I don't know, there is no turning back. We are, we are commodities now and we have dollar signs above our heads and they're just trying to mine that value away from us. I just fear that at some point, like, to you guys' point, like it becomes like a turnoff. Like it becomes to like a thing where like people almost question like what are we doing? Are are we just props? You know what I mean? Especially like for us here in the States where a lot of it is new and people aren't born into it necessarily. It's it's something that you take on over time. It doesn't make being a, a supporters club that tries to develop its own culture or whatever, or any group of supporters any easier when it's constantly becoming harder. And like, you know, if you're, if you're a supporters club, you're having conversations with a bar about how much is this going to cost them and the logistics of putting these streaming matches on and also, and like you said, it's been coming for a while. We knew about it. You know, we did a whole show about it. I think last year that we deleted because we were worried about how it was going to be received. And I, obviously I know that we are spoiled, but at what point does this stop though? Cause we're along this journey now. And do we end up in a place like in England where, you know, to get it in your house is like 600 pounds. So what, like a thousand dollars a year. It's like an NFL direct ticket package or something, you know, like how much are we willing to pay? How much are they going to continue to extort us? And like you said, during this time where really, if they were all about the culture, this is the time to grow it. That's, that's what I can't stand. And it sort of got me thinking like they know that, we're already missing all the other cultural pieces that make it what it is. We can't gather in large groups. You know, we, it's hard to be around people and sing the songs and wave the flags and hug each other and do all the things we'd normally do. So we have this one thing and they're just going to charge us for it. I just, I don't know, man. Andrew, what do you think? Um, it's just frustrating. Cause you know, um, like on the one hand, I agree with, you know, like 95% of what everyone's saying. And then on the other hand is like, I get it. 
I mean, I, I get from a you know NBC perspective why they're doing it, but oh, we all get why they're doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. I just like <laughs> no. Let me let me phrase this. It's more. It's like it's like this. It's it's unfortunate that they released Peacock this year, um, and the hell uh, this hellish year, um, because if, if this was a, a normal year. Wouldn't be so bad because, but under this COVID shit, it's it's not to not to mention if they mention if they release Peacock and Peacock was on Roku or on Amazon Fire Stick, those that do gather in the pubs, it would be a, a little bit better experience. But now, since it's not on either of those certain platforms, you know we have this problem of like what I call spoiler alerts, where one TV is twenty seconds ahead of the other TV. And there's 10 TVs in the bar and they're all on different sinkages. You know, they're all on different times. So it's, and then now we're just like, fuck it. Let's just watch it on one little itty best itty TV. And it's just like, why didn't we just do this at my house? You know? Um, so it, it is frustrating what you guys are talking about in terms of the fan culture. Yeah, absolutely. They're killing it by putting it under a paywall and then they'll kill it even more when they have this, I'm sure they'll have a, a peacock, uh, um, you know, pub pass or whatever. But there is some optimism. I'm usually the pessimist, but there's some optimism to be had here in the sense of in the long term. In the long term, it's this. There is a streaming wars going on now between Apple, Netflix, and everyone else. Now, I think Peacock and CBS All Access are the ones that are going to lose this war. Now, mind you, CBS All Access has a Champions League until 2024. So if that's the case, honestly, it might, it might survive until then. But... In terms of original content, original programming, anything? No, nothing. Same thing with Peacock, I think. So, um, you know, they can't compete with the likes of you know your Amazon Primes and your Disney Pluses and your Netflixes. So, Amazon Primes up in England. I mean, they've already bought. I don't know how many games they had last yeah. year, but yeah, um, and then, you know, we had what was it the other year? Amazon Prime had NFL as well. So, you know, you know, Jeff Bezos has all that money. He ha- he has all the money. He ain't gonna go nowhere. He spent a billion dollars on a, a fucking Lord of the Rings TV show. Nuts. Anyway, yeah, no, that's happening. That's happening. But point being is that if Peacock goes away, then I think maybe, you know, goes away, I say. But, you know, uh, maybe it'll go back to normal. And then hopefully, I'm hoping that it's just this initial marketing push for Peacock. And then maybe this will stop in the middle of November or something like that, where you know, because for the foreseeable future, like next weekend, I see all games on Peacock, basically. I mean, one or two on NBC or something. But then all the sexy games are going to be on Peacock. And like I said, hopefully it's after when Q4 starts in the year. You know, later on this year, maybe they'll say, okay, we've done enough of a push. We've got these numbers, blah, blah, blah. We can scale it back or something. Well, let me just put who, it like who this. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. Hold on one second, Darius. So, but – I just got to say as well is that, you know, when I had that origin story with V, plug in the podcast, origin stories with V, <laughs> but, you know, he was talking about in England how, like, growing up, you know, Liverpool, when Liverpool was the best team on the planet, you know, they weren't even on TV most of the time. Um, and, you know, one thing in America does right is that, for the most part, our live national sports are on national television. So it's unfortunate that NBC got to fuck that up for everybody else. And that's the most frustrating part for me. And as far as COVID is concerned, that's just a big, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I, I, I just don't know. But anyway, someone else just. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep yeah. So specifically, I mean, this is not going to necessarily be uplifting, but 
the way that it um, has kind of worked in the past for a lot of these rollouts, uh, specifically like I can think for ESPN Plus, is uh, you mix in the new streaming platform that's the premium option, one or two games here or there, and then eventually you move to that is the only way to get to the game. That's, that's the way that you roll that out. So that's what we had um, at the college level where it was so just like, hey, the game of the NBC week is ESPN Gold. Plus, and then eventually every game that is going to be put together is on ESPN Plus. So NBC may end up doing that. I only think that um, the fact that you can do so many numbers on linear, so those TV broadcast games actually on NBC, actually on NBCSN, those are still going to be so highly concentrated that the ad revenue would make up for whatever you're going to get in um, getting people to pay for uh, the streaming service. But uh, at the same time, it's like, I don't see this going back. We, we've let the genie out of the jar. So at this point, it's, um, it's, it's looking like it's going to be that streaming platform. It's kind of the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the most disappointing thing for me is just how the relationship is between NBC, the broadcaster, and us as the fans. Um, they are always asking us to send them footage from the pubs. They are always asking us to send them pictures that they can show on my Premier League mornings. They're begging us to go down and be on their Premier League morning fests in fucking Boston and Miami. But do they ever give us anything? Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not helping to facilitate the growth of of all these pictures and and all that bullshit by putting it behind a paywall by making it nonsense like that with you know what I mentioned earlier the spoiler alert thing. So yeah, you're you're right. It, they don't give us anything. At the end of the day, we have no leverage. So why would they give us anything? Like what? No, but you know what I mean, like. They- I, but they always they always act like they care, and that's the thing that out, like makes me so mad. Like, oh, we're gonna put you on the TV with your dog, and hey, we're gonna get a pool party. <laughs> Maybe you can spot yourself in the corner of the video of the pool party. Is that what your customer gonna, service voice? I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but are we gonna give you anything of substance and value? Are we gonna help you? grow the culture so that we can have more people watching the games and we can sell more ad space for higher dollar amount or are we just going to figure out the quickest way to get to x value on the on the pie chart or on the on the line graph or whatever you know what i mean and that's the thing though is like once again listen we talked about it in the episode like there's two ways to do this you can do it the short term and you could pinch pennies out of us and you can make a quick buck or if you're actually genuinely interested in the sport and the culture, you can help cultivate this. You can help grow it. And then in the long run, you can make that money back. It's called investing. It's called paying it down now and getting it back tenfold down the road. Yeah, you know? but that's the problem. A TV executive is not going to sell someone on the future of the sport. They're going to look at it and say, this is where it already is. That's how we're going to do this next deal. We're selling based off of what the current interest is. They're not selling and they're not buying based off of the potential, even though the potential for football in the U.S., I mean, it's through the roof. And when you see, especially how many people from other sports like American football, like basketball, baseball participation has gone way down over the last 10 years, 15 years. So it doesn't make sense on a short-term basis to just say, hey, we're going to not invest in, in, in football, or really for a long-term, but at the same time, that's the way business gets done. You sell based off of the previous numbers, not off of the expectations going forward. Sure, and uh, sorry, I was shaking over here because I, I just interested to get in there, but 
No, it's just, and it just shows a fundamental lack of leadership from the decision makers over NBC, mm-hmm. Comcast, whatever. Um, because it's a, it's a lack of playing the infinite game. You know, um, they're looking at this as a finite game where, you know, they can win and they're just, as you said, they're trying to get a quick buck, but, and it's just so, it's so short-sighted because what you just said about the other sports, you're right, dude. Like I I was talking to family members the other day that are like not into football, but they're like, they were all about the NFL. Now they ain't going to watch the NFL. They ain't watching basketball. They're not watching the other sports because of all the off field or political bullshit or X, Y, and Z. And then, then, so for a sport like football, that is, uh, you know, a couple of years ago was on par with the NHL. I think that's now, I think uh, the Premier League and so on has passed the NHL in terms of viewership. I don't know. We have to fact check that. But the point being is that there's so much room for growth and so on. And I just think, uh, you know, again, the fundamental short-sightedness and lack of leadership from the top and not taking advantage of it. And as you said, Jordan, like, just grow this bitch. Like, like as Seth Rogen said, in 40 year Virgin, first you you plant the seed, wait till you grow it to a plant, <laughs> and then fuck the plant. <laughs> yes. You gotta let, let the see. plant grow, damn it. Stop fucking the soil, wait for the flower to grow, and then fuck the plant, NBC. Uh, David. <laughs> yeah. It's collective of like a general short sightedness, too, and just in the sports world at the moment. Like we're seeing fans in some stadiums here in the US where we've got over 200,000 people dead (laughs) and you got people in Kansas city. Yeah. I remember I I heard that one was bad or whatever, that they had a lot of people there. And then you have like Tampa where there's nobody there. So it's, it's kind of a mixed bag, but you know, you you hear the premier league saying that they're going to have people in grounds. And I'm like, there, you know, that there's no, like what in the English sports history tells you that this is going to come off the way you think it's going to come off. You know what I mean? Like when you tried to control the fans in the past, how well did it go? Yeah. You know, and like you're talking about controlling people's movement, just going to the bathroom or to a concession stand. Are you going to even offer concessions? You know, people, what are they doing around the ground beforehand? Like it's, you're, you're opening up uh, a Pandora's box at a moment that you don't really want to, I don't think. And it's just kind of, it's interesting to me just how many cases you just find of like, well, Hey, you got to get the, we got to get the economy back on its feet. It's it's the same thing over and over again right now. Our lives don't matter that much. No, not, not as football fans, the NBC, not as football fans of the Premier league. We, yeah, man, we're the lifeblood of the thing. Like we do like football does not exist without the fans, you know, like it's, it's such a true statement. Uh, Everyone's moaning. No, I disagree. Everyone's moaning about there's no crowd, there's no atmosphere. No, 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 no. but you're right, like 95%. It's Origi and then oh, the yeah, fans. Yeah. Without yeah, the fans, yeah. <laughs> there's no football, right? right. But, yeah, it's, All it's – Economies are centered on people. No, yeah, but the people are only, you know, puppets in, in the play, 
as opposed to being the playmasters. Like the, the, the fact of the matter is in a fucking consumer economy, people, if the consumers don't have money, there's no consumption. So there can't be consuming. Do you not understand this basic principle? Henry Ford said this shit in the 1920s. Hey man, you got to pay your workers enough so they can buy the fucking car. Cause if they can't buy the fucking car, you're not going to sell any fucking cars. And so guess what motherfuckers, if people can't start watching football <laughs> and they can't see football, then you guess what? You're not going to have fucking football fans to sell subscriptions to in 40 fucking years, you dumbasses. And that's the whole point that I think I like to say. You know, football belongs <laughs> to the people. Damn. We don't care about – stop putting profits over people's lives. Stop putting profits over people's, you know, solace. It's my one place where I can go, and everything's beautiful. Liverpool are great. Liverpool are excellent. I don't want to pay $5. Guess what, NBC? I didn't pay fucking $5. I went to a website. I'll send it to anyone I want to, and they can watch it too. And that's how I feel. I'm sorry. It's been pent up in me because NBC, by the way, to close out this NBC fuck them fest, sorry, but to close that out, never forget that in 2015, NBC put the editor of The Sun on Premier League mornings to talk about the Hillsborough disaster. And so, if word? we're talking Say word? About- Say word? He tried to kill my father? Say word, son. Say word. Oh, they my put, God. I, I they didn't put know Dean, that. They put Dean Ashton on live television, not even like next to Arlo White. And they had Arlo White ask him, hey, as the editor of The Sun, could you just please tell us about the Hillsborough disaster and all of that? As if they wouldn't, like, as if they didn't have a clue like what that was all about. And so basically what that all speaks to and what this all speaks to is that really they don't care about as much as, about, as much about us as they really should, given that we are the fucking thing that's fueling this. And they're saying it loudly. We need you to come back. Please, please spend your ticket money. Please buy our subscriptions because without your money, we can't make money. And it's just fucked up. And I, I, and it all goes back to, I guess, the title of this episode. Fuck 2020. Fuck 2020, guys. Fuck 2020. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, I'm going to have a hard time just pulling out one little clip that's family friendly we can put on social media. All right, guys. So we're talking, we're bashing NBC. You know, typically... You know, I'm the pessimistic one, but you know, I'm gonna be Princess Lay up in here real quick. Do we have any do we have any hope for the rest of the season when it comes to this paywall bullshit and premium? Do we have any hope for, you know, getting back to somewhat a resemblance of, you know, you know, our you know, our beloved pub culture, you know what I mean? Uh David, why don't I start with you? I'll say it's gonna be like the way that the rest of our dreams are getting crushed at the moment. <laughs> One little bit at a time. Right? It doesn't happen all at once, right? Like, think about, like, where we've gotten to, like, let's just say politically in the country right now, and I don't want to talk politics necessarily, but let's just say that. We give that as an example. Like, that shit didn't all happen at once. It was, like, slowly this this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and over time you end up in this place that you don't want to be in. It's going to be the same thing, like, the rest of this season. Maybe only, like, two big games on Peacock, but the rest of them will be on NBCSN. But then next year it'll be six to eight. It'll be more and more and more. And they'll, move, they'll keep moving away from putting them on regular TV. And because they'll say, well, people don't have the cable subscriptions or whatever it is, or, you know, they don't want to lose money on it being on NBC maybe, or, uh, you know, again, the numbers are all different ad revenue and all that, but I think it'll just be one small blow at a time. And then eventually, yeah, you pretty, you will be in a place where just like in England, it's going to cost you a fortune to have it in your house. 
so you'll have to go out but you'll be living in a post-covid world so we'll see what that looks like <laughs> perfect analogy for that it's like with my hair like it still grows but it's not everywhere it's not everywhere it needs to be it's not everywhere it should be it's there but it's not as much as it should be so it's just frustrating because it's like well i still got it some of it but not all of it and that's the kind of the point it's like at this point we're like at well if we don't have all of it what's the point of this so for this year, I think we're good. Um, honestly, I do think that we're going to get back to a more normal cadence of a couple of the games in the 10 o'clock window, 10 o'clock a.m. locally here in the East Coast, uh, are going to be on the subscription only. Um, but the big matches are going to be on NBCSN, NBC. Um, but David makes a good point where it's like once it's been let out that they can make money by doing the subscription only. Uh, we're going to see more of that in the seasons to follow. So don't be surprised. Right. Um, I guess to, to, fit, to answer the question last but not least, uh, as Jeff Goldblum once said, uh, life finds a way. Um, <laughs> listen i don't know when nbc sports was founded but it was a fuck long time after 1892 the club was here before nbc my love for the club was here before nbc and nbc sports i knew steven jared before i knew who the fuck rebecca Lowe was so honestly rebecca go fuck yourself <laughs> however the, the point i'm making here is that Not queen rebecca no there's a Whatever, whatever. You had your baby. I hope it's healthy, but go fuck yourself. Anyways. Uh, That's my girl. <laughs> it's, not, it's not her fault. No, my point here being is that the hope is that, you know, the love for the club and, and the relationships that we have and that we make will always be there. Uh, and the potential for us to make new relationships and have new experiences will always be there because the club isn't going away. They can try to shove it behind a paywall. But I remember a certain time in LFC Tampa Bay's history when uh, nothing would stop them from finding the game on the internet and putting it on the projector. So I don't doubt that we'll find a way to find the matches. Does life return to normal? Right now, it's really hard to see that as possible. You know, we're six, seven months into it, and they told us it would be like two, three weeks. So the fact that it's been, you know, exponentially longer tricks the mind into thinking that this is an everlasting thing. But again, it's... I guess I'll give you a story. It's, it's, it's Christmas Eve, uh, 1917. And there are German and English soldiers playing a game of football between trenches. And I think that's, that's what it is, man. Again, the Jeff Goldblum quote, quote life uh, finds a way and it will. And it may not be exactly the same, but we'll make it ours. Uh, and whether NBC wants to be a part of that or not is up to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really up to them. NBC, get your shit together. Put it on Roku. Put it on Amazon Fire Stick. Treat us well. You know, don't be dicks. Put the big games on the big, super nice channels, normal channels. Um, typically, I don't have hope, and this is has to be the case here. I don't have hope. I think uh, for the foreseeable future, most, if not all, games will be on Peacock. Uh, I, I just don't – they've put way too much money into Peacock. They're fighting the big corporations. I just, this is their, it is just easy for them. This is an easy transition for them to do. It's just very unsettling. I don't like it. America is not great again because of this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be political, but I couldn't help myself. But damn it, now I want to watch Jurassic Park. Thanks, Jordan. 
Hey, well, it's let, a great movie. Let me put that on another paywall, Netflix. But hey, that's a different kind of paywall. That's a nice paywall. But um, but See, damn. About life going back to normal, though. And like, to Jordan's point, they keep telling us different things. It was going to be this long. It's going to be that long. And then you keep finding out that like, we never know as much about this virus as anybody seems to think. And so it's like, I, I don't know how life can go back to normal. And yet we are just trying to shoehorn normal into this life that we're currently living in. And it's like, oh, we live in a place where the Rowdies were having a hundred people at a games just a couple months or just a couple weeks ago. And it's like, we, we were at the time, I'm like, we are the epicenter of this whole thing right now in Florida. And we're having a hundred people gather. Man, it's only a hundred people right in this big ass outdoor stadium and i get it but like those people are going to cross paths at some point those people are going to converge in spaces at some point like it's going to be really hard i so i don't know like i think that what is normal is going to be weird for a while like i don't they're going to tell you like oh come do this it's normal but you know it's not so i don't know like if you so if you're in england right now would you go to a game no no, but I go to the pub though, but not a game. No way. No, nah, I wouldn't go to a game. See, I don't know. It depends, bro. If it was a Champions League final, I might think about it. But then they've been telling us that indoor spaces are more dangerous than outdoor spaces. I know none of it makes any sense. None of it makes of, sense. Like going to a restaurant with a with a mask <laughs> and then sitting down with no mask. It makes no fucking sense. None of it makes yeah. sense. That's why I don't know. That's why the answer is, I don't know. The answer is, mo like, Occam's Razor. Kids, look it up on, that's a thing, Wikipedia, that shit. Occam's Razor tells me that don't do it. Like, don't have fans. That's, that's, that's what Occam's Razor tells me. But, but the thing is, humans are not logical, especially talking about sports. Are you kidding me? This is like a religion to some people. It's no different than Christianity or, yeah, to us. This is no different than, sorry, I don't want to offend anyone, but let's be real here. This is a religion to a lot of people, really. So with religion comes, you know, not, you know, behaving like Spock from Star, Star Trek, right? You're not a Vulcan. You're not logical, right? So maybe you do illogical things. I don't know, man. It, it's a tough situation. I, 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 I don't blame. It's like, damn, you do, damn, you don't. I don't blame people that go out and risk themselves. I, I guess I should. I mean. I get why they do it, but I, I also don't blame people that, you know, stay inside and want to continue to do that. And they are Darwin's fittest, fittest of the whatever. And they've, you know, they've adapted, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just tough, man. The whole situation's fucked. 2020's fucked. Let's just like re control, alt, delete this shit and you know, <laughs> go back to 2019, you know, or, you know, just fast forward to 2022. We can do that. I know a guy, you know, it'd be all right. Control Z, Control Z, Control Z. Hey, don't, don't eat bad soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, to try to end a hopeful note, we still got each other. Yeah, and exactly. Baby, say, if you want to hug in the pubs, I'm always <laughs> down for a hug. Always. <laughs> no, I mean, like, let's let it get it this way. Like, it could, it could be worse. We could always have it, or we could always... I just think at the end of the day... At least there's still us, and uh, this thing, like Jordan said, we'll make we'll make it our own somehow. Yeah, so, you're right. Away. That's right. It could be worse. We could be Everton fans. 
hey, I'm like half of an Everton fan now because apparently they bought like half of Colombia's national team. So I, I get you though. I get you. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I'm David. I'm, I'm Andrew. Jordan. Oh. Jordan. Darius. Darius. Till next right, guys, time. Up, till next time, up the Reds, everyone. Be well. Be well.